You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Mob Wives After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Mob Wives After Show. Yeah, here's a theme song. Bang mm-hmm. is for doing. And we're here doing another episode of Mob Wives Mob Season Wives. 3, Episode 5 and 6. Gathering storm and after the storm. So okay. So, so I'm your host Erica Vieira, and I am joined here with the lovely, wonderful Roxy Stryer. Hey guys, <laughs> and I'm back, and I haven't been here in so long, Yay! and I'm excited. Let's give a warm welcome to Roxy, who's back from Boston. being home. In Boston. Town. Yes. This is crazy. Okay, so we decided to try to do a show with the Jersey Shore crew, and look where it's left us. <laughs> it's me and you doing Mob Lives right now. We're, we're, we're missing K-Wow. K-Wow, just, we, we can't find him. He's nowhere to be found. And I don't know. my other matzo ball will be in in a couple weeks. Yes. Well, she will definitely be in in yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah, she'll be in in a couple weeks. She's, she's doing some modeling and filming and being gorgeous. All right. And um, Kingpin is not doing the show with us. She can't make it this time, unfortunately. So we're just going to have to... Hold be, the fort down. Be matzo balls, my fill-in for, for, for life. Woo-hoo! And... I'm loving the show. Honestly, I didn't watch before we decided we were going to pick it up for mm-hmm. After Buzz. And I just went through a whole bunch of episodes in a week's time, just like going and going and going. And these, I, honestly, I thought I'd hate the show. Yeah. It's like a weird concept and all these characters are kind of whack, but they're real people and they have these, emo- I don't know, it, it really got to me. And I was crying when I was watching this episode on um, Sunday. I mean... Yeah, I, I texted you afterwards. Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is amazing! <laughs> like, I, love I love this show." I knew I it, and this is one of the things that I told Kevin when we were doing the the show a couple weeks ago. I'm like, "Where where was I with this show?" Because I had not really even I heard of it, but I didn't watch it. It didn't you know wasn't on my radar. And then when we decided to do the show, I caught up and I saw all the episodes. I'm like, "How did I not know about this? I love the show. I mean, I it's like the ultimate of reality show. Like, it's a really genuine." It, these are real people with real lives and real things that are happening. Okay, but before we get into specifics, this is my question, which I don't understand. How do they get away with talking about illegal activities on TV? And they're like, I, I don't want to be called a rat, so I can't go to the cops about this letter that I got, and you know what I mean, etc. And it's like, how do the cops not know because it's on national television? I mean, I don't know the answer to that, but I do think that a lot of the things have already happened. I mean, you think about filming time and all that, and I mean, I 
and and I don't. It doesn't have to do with them personally. It does personally, but they're not the ones actually doing these things. I know, but isn't it like word of mouth? And then I feel like they could get their families in trouble. Except most of their families are in jail. As it think, is. Most of them are in jail, anyways. I mean, what do you like? There wasn't anything really... Like, for example, like, Love. So Love has this whole storyline where apparently she stabbed her ex, (laughs) Joey. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, I stabbed him, and his mother walked in, and this whole situation... That's not illegal, I mean... To stab somebody? Well, I mean, okay, not not illegal, but it's not like anyone's pressing charges. It's not like... Unless he presses charges to her, then if you if charges are not pressed against you by the person that you stabbed, it's not illegal to stab somebody. I mean, nobody's enforcing it. No, that's not true. They're, you can the police can choose to press charges. Right, that's what I'm saying. I feel uh, like it. I feel like the the state can choose to press charges. And she's like, I poisoned this husband and this fiance, and I stabbed this one. And it's like. Are you really going to out yourself on TV like that? There is a statute of limitations, though, and with usually these relationships, she's talking probably like years in the past. Um, I think it was. I don't know. Joey seemed yeah, recent. Yeah, the, the, the one with Joey was recent. Um, I don't know. I, I don't have the answer to that. <laughs> I wouldn't marry her. <laughs> yeah. I, that's what she even said on tonight, last or Sunday's episode. Yeah. She was like, I don't know why I do these crazy things to these guys and they just keep fucking running back to me. I know. She's like, they can't get enough of me. And I'm like, I won't. Uh, it's weird though, because oh, so how are we feeling? Because we're just starting to do the show together. Let's yeah. just talk about how we feel about the characters in general. Let's run, run through them, and we can talk about their storylines. So starting with uh, Drita. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit. I love Drita. I'm a big fan of Drita, and you're coming in at a point where Drita, and actually, I have a little bit of this on news and gossip, but Drita's calmed down a lot. Okay. Um. So she. I always liked her from the get-go. Um, she has a really cool personality, but she has this kind of bl- blackout thing she does where if you push your buttons, you can get her to a point. She gets like gnarly, crazy fighting mode. So we haven't seen that this season, um, but in previous seasons, we've seen it. But for the most part, I, I like her. I think she's cool. I think she's, you know, down to earth, level-headed. Um, yeah. I love her. I think she's my favorite character, mm-hmm. uh, or at least too. she's she's up there as one of them. Mm-hmm. I really like a lot of the women on the show, but I think she's a great mom, which is shocking because, you know, you hear about, like, Lee, her um, ex-husband, or mm-hmm. I don't know if they're still married. They're technically still married. Right, but he's um, in jail. He's in jail, and before um, the last season, she found out he was—well, two seasons ago, he, she found out he was cheating on her, right. that whole thing, but technically— during this filming of this season, they're still married and he's just in jail. Um, and I agree. And in I three think months, he's coming out of he's jail. He's coming out of jail. Except for at the very end of this episode, yeah, we, we hear that he's... He's already... And I next week's episode looks amazing, but we'll, we'll skip to that till later. But um, yeah, I agree. I think she's a great mom. Um, I think she has a really nice relationship with her, with her kids. Um, you know, Kevin and when Jessica was doing the show, they were a little bit critical with the fact that she almost seemed like too much of a friend sometimes. To the children? To the children, to the girls. But I think considering her circumstances, I think she's doing a great job. What do you think about the fact that she goes and she talks to her daughter, Aaliyah, mm-hmm. and she's like listen you have to be so incredibly neat when lee comes home because he's like a neat freak Mm -hmm. okay he's coming from prison i'm pretty sure that he's probably let some of those ocd things go um i don't know 
Because when you're in prison, you don't have a lot to focus on except for, you know, working out or whatever you're doing. Yeah, it's, but can it's, you... in some ways, it's, it's a, a way to exert the reason people are like that is a way to exert control. And he might have that same might. Who knows? It could have even gotten worse in prison. But you he think he's going to come that. home from prison and be picky about whether the bed's made or not? Yeah, I mean, I think maybe. he's just I mean, happy to have like a nice bed. Mm, that's his personality and that's who he is. Yeah. I could see that. Well, and also, he was used to being in his own quarters. So I don't know his whole you know, situation in jail, but he probably has his own area that he's, you know, keeps neat and tidy if that's how he is. And now he's right. in a home with children, messing things, whatever. So Drita says that when he gets out, there's going to be a lot of people who are like waiting, counting down the minutes. Yeah. So furthermore, talking about what I was talking about before with how all this can be televised, it's like, wouldn't you think that a serious mobster wouldn't want to be on TV with all the activities. Well, actually, um, if you bring that up, I was going to talk about that in the news and gossip. Oh, so we can hold off. We can hold over. I can mention it right now because it is really interesting. But she did. She talked about actually very recently, and I think it just came out today or yesterday. It was like a video online. And Drita specifically said that Lee does not want to be on the show. Like, he's a very private person. He doesn't even like to get his picture taken. He doesn't want to be a reality star like that. He's like, and Drita said, there's a lot of men out there that would. He's just not one of them. He doesn't want to be on the show. So how are they going to handle that? They can have him not be on the show. They can talk about him, relate to him, but they can, I mean, they have, there's other reality shows, especially like even the Housewives ones where like the children aren't on the show. You can but her choose. children are on the show. Her, my point is in that though is that if certain people elect not to be on the show or don't want to be part of the show, you can work it so that they're not on the show. You could talk about him, but you just don't film him. Can I ask a question? Sure. Not allowed. Not allowed. <laughs> no. Uh, my question to you guys is, do you think that them being on the show endangers them or protects them more? Because being on a show like that, like, there are cameras around all the time. So nobody's going to really try something on somebody who's being followed around by a camera crew. But at the same time, being on the show, they do release information that could technically go back to bite them. Absolutely. I think it kind of gives them immunity because, like you're saying, they can't really... What is somebody going to do? Come shoot them while they're on the show? No. But, yeah, all this information is coming out. I, I think it probably does more good than harm because it's focusing on the wives, not the mm-hmm, mobsters. Exactly. If it, was, if it was just called mobsters or mob whatever, then I think it would do more harm because, obviously, so much illegal activity is going on that it wouldn't be able to be televised yeah. and somebody eventually would get popped. But because it's the wives— Because the wives themselves aren't doing anything bad or illegal. They're just dealing with the consequences of their family members. Right. And, and that's what the whole show's about. It's how people interact, people, how they are reacting, and they have to live their lives based upon the men and the men in their lives and you know, what they've done. It's just such an insane lifestyle that none of us could even imagine because it's something that you're born into or mm-hmm. you marry into. Some are, yeah. Some married, like yeah. Drita married into it, Carla into married it, into it. Or you marry it. into it. And if you're born into it, you have no fucking choice. No. And if you marry into it, you know, once you're in, you're in. And even, like, if Drita was like, you know what, I don't want to get back with Lee, she's in the circle now. Mm -hmm. You know, she's part of it. So it's tough. And, yeah, I think it's something you have to think about whether you're endangering yourself or whether you're kind of putting up a shield. Well, to answer his question, I think think in some ways it does more good than harm. So, but um, What about uh, Karen Gravana? What do you think of her? I think she's a smart, I think she's a smart businesswoman. Um, she tends to want to focus a lot about, you know, her book. Um, we see her wanting to open up another business. Um, 
Who was it? Now I'm drawing a blank. Well, in what episode? It Not- was it was last week's episode where oh, uh, a recording studio. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. So she's yeah, investing yeah. in a recording for studio for her daughter. So she seems to be a little more focused on business, whheres the other women are are more focused on their children or on their you know personal lives. She well, seems to want to. Doesn't be- live with her. In New York, she lives in yeah, Arizona. Yeah, but, but she was always, but but I think she's it's her sister that actually is the one producing the show. Oh, so um, you know, I I like Karen. I like her. Um, and she was in the A zone. I like all the women. She, Karen was in the A zone, yes. so she had to evacuate. But it was, but it's, a, but for her, it's it's like a temporary apartment. It's not like where the other woman. This is their home because she lived in Arizona. Right. So this is for her. It's just like, well, I hope the apartment doesn't like you know fall over. But it's not the same. Whereas the other woman, it's their home. She doesn't have as much to lose. No. Um, I like her, but she's not one of my. She's not like one of my top choices because I don't know much. There's nothing she's like not, very interesting. And yet. she's not on this season as much as she has been in the past. Um, she was a real focal, I think, focus on the first season. Um, but yeah, she, they don't really seem to be airing that much about her, um, except for the storyline with her ex and her daughter. Um, so yeah, there's, there's not a lot going on with her this season. And the ex is now dating somebody and living in her house in Arizona. God, yeah. And she only found out because the daughter told her. And then the daughter sent her that nasty text message Mm -hmm. the two episodes ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I just thought was weird. The daughter seemed weird to me. It was like she was very aware of the camera the whole time. And then when she left, she sent this mean text message. Well, the text message was before we saw her with the recording studio, the daughter. Yeah, before the recording studio, but after the beach. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, her daughter basically... Karen's like in a tough spot because she doesn't want to upset her daughter's relationship. But at the same time, Karen chose to move across the country. That's true. And so what's her daughter supposed to do? Pick up and leave. And in some ways, I think Karen wants her to. But I think at the same time, she understands she doesn't want to pick up her daughter's life and move. But I I think the daughter should move. I think she should. Yeah, I I do, too. And And I I think think that's probably the best interest for her because if she's living in... Karen's house and finding G strings on her. Well, not just that. Karen's house. Obviously, it's her. It's her father, but some you know, Cha Cha's living there, like in Karen's house. It's not even the, her ex's right. house. Right. So I feel like the recording studio could be really good for the daughter and for the show in general. You know, it lets the. I thought the daughter and her two friends were. It was really nice, you know. It was. It wasn't like it was adorable. It was really cute. It was kind of funny though, because because you see the guys and they're like, hmm, do these girls have any training at all? Are they that interested in this? It's like, oh, they seem a little young. They didn't seem like. Yeah, they were... he was kind of mean and like <laughs> yeah. picking on them. I liked that though. He wasn't going easy because he didn't no. want. He wasn't trying to like impress Karen or whatever. Yeah, and I think it could be cool. You know, we could if we got some artists on the show coming into the recording studio or something like that. That could be a really cool storyline. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I, I don't know if they're going to focus that much on this or if the focus is more so on Karen trying to build a relationship with her daughter, which right. is a sense that I got. Because right. I think that she Karen was probably just investing in the recording studio. I don't think she actually, like, I mean, investing, you do partially own it, but I don't think she's, you know, running and operating this recording studio. What can you tell me about Ramona Rizzo? <laughs> How are, like like not I mean so she's engaged but she doesn't want to tell anybody and she's engaged to this guy named Joe and she wants to tell Karen but she can't tell Karen and she like what what's her character's deal? 
Nothing. <laughs> well, let's focus on some of the things going on this week, okay? Okay. So let's go. Let, let's uh, let's focus on some of the the just some of the things that happened. So we've got like Big Ange. I love her. Yes, I love her voice. Love, I love, love. I Big love Ange. what she does for the hurricane. I love the chicken that she makes. Yes. I love that she not only donates money, but she donates time. She goes to the. Um, like shelter type place. Yeah, and she's cooking their meal. And let's backtrack though to last week though. I mean, to, to, to last week, not this week. So last week we see that there is a big fight in her bar. So she owns. Right. And yeah. apparently there's been a lot of fights. Yeah. And I, I the, it was a little confusing the way the whole thing went down because I didn't know if it was a random fight of just two just drunk people or, or if it was an employee. Well, she tell. said that it was like her employees have been causing fights. But I think the main point in showing that was that the relationship with her, um, her husband. Um, it's kind of has been she's been having issues with him, but she felt really good when he was able to come in and pretty much save the day. Right. So I think the whole point of that she was, was like, he's so big and sexy yeah, and saving yeah, I me. <laughs> I know. I love the way she talks. I love it. So I, that was nice to kind of see because we hadn't seen him before that episode. We've heard of him. His name's Lee, right? I think his name is Lee, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, or maybe well, I know that Lee's the other one's Lee name. Lee is Drita. Yeah, but I know I think that his was also. But anyway, so um, so that was nice to see that him come and save the day because Big Ange was definitely like, oh my god, what's going on? So, um, yeah, no, that that was really nice, and I love the drunken monkey, and I think it's it great, great, and yeah. it's like I kind of think she could have stopped the fight herself because. She's big hands. <laughs> but I, I like that she kind of seems like the mother figure mm-hmm. and is always taking care of everybody mm-hmm. and bringing everybody together. And we really saw that. I know we were talking about two uh, two weeks ago, but mm-hmm. in this week's episode, yeah. just the things she did I thought were amazing. She's and like great. holding the children and not getting scared of getting her hands dirty. Yeah. And she mm-hmm. really seems to be just very committed oh, to her community. Neil's Neil, the guy. That's, that's it. The yeah. She seems to be very committed to her community and she just seems to be like a very strong figure there within her community and which is great. Um, cause yeah, to see her cooking and doing a lot of effort when it came to the relief for the hurricane and, um, was awesome to see. And it just to me shows the kind of person that, that she is. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people can cast judgments on her because of the way she looks or the, whatever, her voice, her attitude. She but seems to be, though, really well-liked and respected by everybody. Everybody. Exactly. Right? Everybody. And so, you know, it, it seems like people love her. And I think it's nice. She's new this season. And I think it's nice to have her because in a lot of ways she's kind of like a ray of light or positivity, a breath of fresh air. Oh, I didn't realize she was new. Yeah, she's new. So, you know, to have her there is really nice because she's always trying to diffuse the situation. She's always trying to make nice she's always trying to like and not where you see with a lot of other reality shows she's not making nice by trying to be in the middle or anything like that she's really always coming from a place of come on ladies let's make this work let's let's be friends here let's make this a nice it's, let's act like civilized women it's interesting though because at first glance you would yeah, never you would think, that think that about that. her no but she very much so everybody likes her and everybody wants to be in her good graces and they are and she's like the mother hen in the group right you know she just she really I is. can't believe that she wasn't in this originally because I don't really even know how the dynamic would work without her they were just all fighting. <laughs> Everyone seemed so close to her. Yeah. Was she spoken about or no? No. Mm-mm. Not really. That's so strange. Yeah. So, I mean, she's a great character and I they, love her. They probably approached her originally because you can see how close she is and she might have been skeptical. Well, and she's, yeah, maybe. I mean, she has really long history with um, the mob the mob and everything, but she, she just 
Yeah, she's doing her thing. And, and her house was fine, and so she decided to give back. She had. She said she had some kind of salon or something that she just opened up that I think yeah, got Yeah, but the, the salon hurt. got hurt. And, and I thought that was interesting, that because that was like a really brief thing. Right. And you're like, huh. So she had a whole salon that she just opened that completely got demolished. And instead, which is really nice, she's focusing on other people. She seems to be incredibly wealthy. Yeah. So I think that she what she was saying was... You know, the salon got crushed, but some people don't have homes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can see her home. You see her lifestyle. I think she's doing okay. I don't think she's worried about the money. I think she's more worried about people. People, which is great. Which is really great. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my favorite scene was at the end where we see Carla and Big Ange and Drita, who are my three favorite on the show. Mm -hmm. And they're all together at Big Ange's. And that's when Drita drops the bomb that... Lee's home. Well, that's the that was the highlight for next week, or it wasn't the preview for next week. It wasn't even the preview. It was like no, the last, the last blip. two seconds, right? Yeah. And she says it, and then we get to the preview. But um, I, I don't know. I just think that that's like a great little trio there, and then they're all seem very genuine, and it seemed like a really genuine moment. And everybody going around to all the houses during the week, and um, even Love and Karen, they were going around and, mm-hmm. and giving different... Which, in some ways, I, I, it's interesting when you watch this, because it's... I mean, this is just even, like, such a broad topic in general, but, like, it's really... In some ways, cool these days how with reality television, you can actually really document real lives during these really real moments. Dude, I thought that this like was this the, hurricane. I thought this was some of the best footage of Sandy I thought so that we've too. seen. And, and to really see it from the perspective of people living there, from the perspective of people that were affected, not just on the news and interviewing people, but like people that we care about, we've grown to care about and, and their lives and how they're affected. It's just like, in some ways, when you think about reality TV, it has such a, a lot of ways it has a lot of negativity associated with there. There's a negative connotation to it. Um, But in cases like this, it proves to be a very interesting vehicle for really showing the real lives of Disasters like this. Here's what I thought about this week's episode. Mm-hmm. I thought that it seemed like a 46-minute documentary about Sandy mm-hmm. in the best possible way. Yeah, I thought it was it, great. Like you're saying, it shows a blip in time, but the footage, like how devastated these people were and how crushed their homes were, I haven't seen that. Even, you know, somebody goes by on their microphone and this is me reporting live and behind me is mm-hmm. this house. But they're not living it. They're not. It's not their you're homes. Not as it's connected. not their situation. Yeah. And even if you don't watch this show, I mm-hmm. honestly would recommend this week's episode to anybody who is interested or wants to learn more about Sandy because you saw how Staten Island was demolished. Literally, like, there was no piece of wood left on unter- every single thing you know mm. and i guess some places were okay but everybody was affected because even if it wasn't your home it, it was, was your, your best friend's home yeah. it was your neighbor's home it was literally the place a foot away from you mm-hmm. you had to evacuate you had to give help give aid there were babies that needed all this baby food and formula and supplies yeah. and it's like you know they call themselves in tonight's episode and they've been referred to before as the forgotten borough mm-hmm. and they all just joined together and i thought it was a really unbelievable um uh, three quarters of an hour. Yeah, no, it was a great, I'd say, uh, 
capture of, of what really happened. And, and then what I really loved is that we've got this. And then, you know, and this happens all the time where something, is a natural disaster uh, happens and one of the members of the community isn't there at the time, which, of course, I'm Renee. talking about Renee. Mm-hmm. And, you know, seeing whether they feel guilty, whether they feel lucky, blessed, whatever the emotions are. Um, and especially because AJ was still in Staten Island, mm-hmm. it was interesting to see her react and it go was. through the rehab program. And it was a nice break from if, if the whole entire episode had just been about Sandy, it would have been too much to handle. It would have been. It was sickening, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it was a good sickening, but it was it was hard to watch. Mm-hmm. And then removing us and putting us in Florida, it was like the much needed breath, breath of air, you know. Yeah. Well, and, and I think I was glad, though, that they they spent a, a good amount of time covering what happened during Sandy, right. it would have been irresponsible for the show, for VH1, to not show that. Or That's to how not... I felt about Jersey Shore. Well, no, but but the, the, the hurricane ap- happened after filming. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Remember, we were watching Jersey Shore. Yeah. Obviously, they weren't filming then, yeah. but it happened after. Yeah. But then they would cut to commercial, and they would do, like, Vinny, a 30-second piece in the mic, being like, Sandy sucks, you know? Or something. And obviously it's not their fault because they weren't filming them. Yeah. But it was weird to watch a show that was taking place um, in a place that was so devastated. devastated and not have it. And this is the first show that I've seen mm-hmm. where it they were filming then. It happened. The it cameras really happened. were already there. The That's the thing. The cameras were yeah. there. They were the already were doing there. it. And it just like it just so happened that they were there. And now they can actually really cover this footage. And so it was a, so beautifully done. I thought mm-hmm. I thought it was it, it, it was. And um, you know, kind of like you said too, it was very interesting to see when there's one member of the group not there. Renee, you know, she's in rehab. She's in Florida. She's probably thinking oh my and she even says it's like oh my god really like i'm not there right <laughs> for this and um so yeah so that was you know great well done and and we're, i'm glad that you know we were able to be a part of it and, and be able to watch it and it wasn't sandy that made us both tear up but it was actually renee's recovery and being with aj and getting released from the program and so we talked about this so you and i right. had different moments where we were crying and so i when i i actually did tear up a little bit during this episode um and when i was tearing up was actually when renee was having that discussion with her son, AJ. And I have to say this about AJ. AJ, I love him. I think you do. I think he is amazing. I think he's such a great kid. He's such, he just has a really good head on his shoulders considering everything that he's been through. He's such a responsible, um, what is he, 18? Such a responsible 18-year-old. Like, I mean, Renee might be all over the place, but I give her major props because she's doing something right. She's got to be because AJ is fantastic. And he really has, he, he really sees it from a perspective of such maturity, everything going on. And he's not acting like a spoiled kid, like, oh, I hate you, mom, da, 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 da. I mean, he's saying, don't do this again. This is hurtful. It hurts me. But we're moving on. I forgive you. Let's move on. And I love that he it doesn't so play. Touching. He doesn't play to the cameras. He's no. not like doesn't try to make things like the big situation. No. You know, he said it's been tough. My my dad's in jail. My mom's a drug addict. And yeah, you're thinking this poor kid. And but he doesn't say it like poor me. He's yeah. just he's like this, this is, is what's right. going on. This Matter is my fact, reality. Yeah, and he is willing and open to forgiving and forgiving over mm-hmm. and over again. I think he's smart. I really like him too. I think he's. I think he's great, and um, I think Renee's very lucky to have him as a son because I think he's a fantastic 
I think it's fantastic support for her also. I And I really, I don't know what happens after this or whatever, but I really, really hope that Renee does stay clean and sober. And even the counselor, whoever was there, said it. You know, he AJ is being very vulnerable right now. He's letting right. you back in. He's saying he forgives you. He's saying, just don't do this again. He's he's being vulnerable. Don't if you don't follow through on this, you're pretty much like putting his heart saying, in a you. blender and yep. shredding it up. Do you see a big difference between Renee since she's been clean and before? Like, can you tell such a difference in her personality? You no, know, I didn't see all of season two. So that's why a lot of these questions you're asking, like, I, I don't, I don't know. So this happened while she had a surgery and then she ended up, you know, getting right. addicted to these painkillers, kill, um, you know. So I didn't see a lot of that when she was. Right. Um, but I think it's interesting, you know, and, and Kevin, our, our own KWOW, always makes yeah. fun of me because he's like, he always says I can dr- spot drugs from mm-hmm. miles away mm-hmm. like I did with the situation. situation yeah. And it's funny because I, it was a real moment tonight when AJ looked at her and was like, you're not who you are when mm-hmm. you're on drugs. Mm-hmm. And for her, that was this big realization, like, I'm a shell of who I am when I'm on drugs. It's not actually me. And for me, it's like, well, fucking duh. Yeah. You know what I mean? But... It, it, for her, it's like this huge moment, yeah. and I think it's really important to have those moments and to have things sink in. My one thing that I found fault with AJ this episode, I'm trying to, oh, I found the quote. He said, I don't agree with my mom's addiction. <laughs> it's like, hmm, what does that mean? I don't agree with her addiction. Like, I think. So you disagree? I think he disagrees. You disagree that she is addicted? You disagree? <laughs> like, what does that mean? What What I think that means is that, and he, she, Renee talked about this before, is that, oh, it's, you know, it's a disease. Right. It's a disease. And, I, and he's like, no, it's a and choice. And he's like, no, it's a choice. And I, that, I think that's what he means by that. I don't agree. I don't agree with the addiction. I don't agree with the excuse that, this, that it's, oh, so hard. I think just stop. And what just do you stop. Think, what do you think about that argument? Because I've, I've heard both sides. And honestly, I know that as a society, we have labeled addiction as a disease. Mm-hmm. And we have proven, and I put that in quotes mm-hmm. that it's a disease and i'm not saying it's not and no disrespect to anybody and i'm not sure what where i stand yeah. on this but it is hard when some diseases are things that you physically cannot help and some diseases are things that you physically could help but mentally cannot or so, you know what i mean yeah. so what what do you think about this whole I mean, I have a strong opinion about it, but um, I mean, I'm not a doctor or anything. But I mean, like what you said, like with an addiction, you I think there's a choice at some level. I mean, I think once you're in it and you're in it deep. Um, Whole. Yeah. When you're in it, it's, it's, it's probably crazy difficult to get out of it. But there were choices at the beginning that were right. made. Um, so it's tough because. It's- and I think certain personalities are more prone, are more prone oh, to addiction. Of course. And so in a lot of ways, when you know that's your personality it takes a lot to kind of reflect on that and know that and to stay away from those things um is it you know so i do think i think i I think it's 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 a really great area that's why there's no definitive answer but i think there is a choice but i do think unfortunately there are people that are more prone to it right so so it's hard when i'm watching them speak because I feel bad for her but i see how much she's kind of crushed him mm -hmm. and even though he's he rose above it all and he's doing well. I, I, I don't know. I just, I try to show sympathy, empathy, whatever I can, but sometimes it's hard to see 
things like that. And, you know, if she does stay clean, then I'm totally and the with poor her. But kid, when she slips, it's yeah. like... And the poor kid's 18 years old. I right. mean, what more do you want to put on him? After a while, it's like, yeah, oh, you know, it's a disease and this and that. But it's like, come on, lady. You talk about how much you love your son, how much you love him. And I think that was, like, what dawned on her. And, like, she said this. She's like, I didn't even realize you were paying attention. And then the, the counselor was like, yeah, how could you? You weren't there. Yeah, right. And he said you were on vacation. He said you were on vacay. And I, I thought that was like, wow. What I liked about what he said I think there, I even said wow out loud when I watched it. I was right. like, wow, yeah. What, and what I really sure. like about what you're saying and what he said there is the the vacation line. You know what? It is easy to take pills. It is. It is like it's an when you're absent-minded and she's like, I didn't realize you were paying attention. That's because she wasn't there. She was on vacation. Yeah. Her mind is elsewhere. And, of course, she doesn't notice. Yeah. Because when you're on the beach having a margarita... Obviously, you're not noticing your kid drowning in the ocean. Like, yeah. When you're passed out 18 hours a day. Right. How are you supposed to know? Exactly. You know? So I, I thought that was an amazing storyline. Mm-hmm. And, of I course, that again, I love the Sandy storyline. And I think that it's important that it's February and we're talking about it because once the Sandy, you know, once the hurricane stopped and, and everybody was doing it's a little a, better, it kind of was forgotten. It's, it's so like the media and society to just kind of move on. And move things. on. And the devastation's still there. It's not, you know. people. It's not like people now have their lives back together. You know, mm-hmm. businesses are still not, they haven't uh, regra- regained their strength. And some people still are not certain where they're living and mm-hmm. not making the income they were. And it's important that we keep talking about it and keep giving them the help and support they need mm-hmm. because we're so blessed mm-hmm. to be 3,000 miles a fucking way. Yeah. So I love that they aired this episode, even though sometimes reality TV shows try not to date themselves. I think that's, I, I like that they I did. think that's more of a thing of the past because I think now it's you can't. The viewers are too smart in some ways. You can't do that, right? Because with Twitter and what, you there's can tell. too much going on. And you know, yeah. she was talking about um, Big Ange was talking about how she was storing all supplies at the Drunken Monkey, mm-hmm. and that she tweeted out like, "Need toilet paper." Yes, yes. You know. With my Twitter. Following her on Twitter months ago, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you saw that. So Mm -hmm. you would know. You'd be able to correlate. We're not retarded. Yeah. Like when these... And this is too big of an event to ignore. Like, you can't... It would just, like I said, it'd be so irresponsible for them to just ignore it. It didn't happen. And continue on. Because when you look at the the grand scheme of things and all the little petty fights and stuff, and then when you're confronted with something real like Hurricane Sandy, it's like you can't... you, You cannot ignore that. Right. And it affected them. All of them. So, I mean... I'm like this for the episode yeah. the, the, these past two weeks. I'm, and maybe it's because I'm a newcomer to the show, but mm-hmm. it's just exactly what I think we needed. You know, that, that thing, that heavy hardness that we felt about the end of Jersey Shore, and we were like, oh, oh this season has just kind of been like... Well, thanks to KWAP for introducing yeah, Mob Wives to us. Loving. And then, so a couple of the other characters there, or, well, we'll go back to Drita a little bit, and this was last week's episode, but Drita and Ramona had kind of, and I don't know all the details of it, so, but I know they had some kind of a beef, a beef right. and, and that it was fight, really lovely fight. to see the two of them get together for because the sake children. of the children and even Drita said this too like you know I see her not so I think what do they call her like the devil no they call her Satan Satan spawn or Satan something um, it's really Lucifer nice. they call Lucifer, her Lucifer that's it it's really great to see Lucifer actually as a mother and not right. as Lucifer and, and and maybe that's going along the lines with Drita saying this season she doesn't want to be fighting she just wants to be a good uh, role model, model for her, her girls and so I thought it was really nice to see the two of them sitting down shaking hands and saying let bygones be bygones and let's move on for the sake of our children absolutely so i think that was a nice moment and then they show the birthday party and because you almost when you you see you're like holding your breath like oh god hopefully 
they 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 act like and like I think even Drita said this. Let's act like women and not like animals. Yeah. You know, like I hope they act like mothers and women. And and it, it's a sad part when the children are acting more like adults than right. the parents are. And one of the biggest problems they find in the show is there's so much shit talking and mm-hmm. it's hearsay. And she said that yes. you said that I said that one time that you went to she said at this house and then this person and it's like oh my god I don't even know what you're saying What's anymore. What? Like who's talking shit? Mm-hmm. And so I think they when they sat down and they were like. Let's shake on this. If you hear something, you come to me. If I hear something, and I if come I hear to something, you. I come to you. And I think that solves ninety five percent of the problems. Oh off my god, the bat. for sure. And that was their issue before. I mean, th- yeah. So it was. You saw the birthday party, and it was really lovely. You got to see the girls. They're all having fun. It was just like a nice, light moment for the show. And right. I think it was great to see them as mothers and not as Lucifer. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah. So, so um, the other topic a little bit is Carla. We haven't talked a lot about her. Yeah, who um, I love. Love her. Do you? Love her. I don't even know why. She just <laughs> she, she kind of reminds me of, like, a Jewish mother. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, there's, there's a lot of similarities in K-Bob will always say between the Greeks and the Italians mm-hmm. and the Jews and their background. But she just reminds me of some of the moms from my hometown. And, like, yeah. you know, get I the feel mani-pedi and go out to drinking with the good girls and, and looking doing, good. You know, being the mom. Yeah, and she's a hottie. Yeah, like. she is. I mean, and she does. She has a great body and she takes care of herself. And But... I, I do feel I feel bad for her because I feel like her um, her ex or soon to be ex with the girlfriend. Yeah, her husband. I forget what's his name now. I can't even remember his name. They're all Joey, Tommy, Is it Joey. Yeah, I don't know. There's I, like I can't three remember. Joeys. But anyways, I feel like. Carla's been there while he's in jail. She she has, unfortunately, it's like one of the situations where the guy has messed up year after year after year. He's in jail. He's done this. He's done that. And Carla's been there and has had his kids, raised the kids, and had to deal with all the crap that he put her through, right? So now he's done with jail. He's out. He wants a fresh new little chickpea to, like, start over with. Right. And it just sucks. It's like the... You see it time and time again. It just sucks. It's like, oh, out with the old and with the new. And I just, I feel bad for Carla. I mean, granted, Carla, you know, had her share of issues and had a relationship while um, he was in jail. But in some ways you don't blame her. But Yeah, it, it seems like one of those typical stories mm-hmm. where woman stuck by man. Yeah. Woman grew older, man dumped woman. Like, yeah. It does. And it happens and it sucks and I really like her as a person mm-hmm. and I I think she deserves better. I do too. So I'm she's probably gonna be better off, but for now it's it's a big ouch. But I think it's not just an ouch for her, but I think it it sucks for like the whole situation with the family and and in like the new girlfriend Raquel. Raquel, you know, she the Puerto Rican. Yeah, she's like you know I I have this I feel like it's one big family. Oh my god, if I were if I were watching that I was Carla, I would want to ring. I know, and Raquel's like she can't take those kids away from me. Like uh, they're her kids. They're yes, her she can. Kids. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I'd be pissed. I would be so pissed. And we see in scenes from next week. That they're gonna have a I, that next week's episode looks really good. I know. We'll talk about it after we yeah, yeah. do our news and gossip. But um but yeah, I mean, so uh her ex or I can't actually sure remember his name. Carla's husband wants those divorce. I think he's a Joey also. Is he a Joey? Carla's husband wants to get divorced and he wants to get divorced yesterday. He doesn't want to drag this out anymore. And I think she'll soon come to find out it's because he's got Raquel yeah. that he's pretty serious about. And I think at this moment in the show, she doesn't realize how serious he is with the with this new girl. And it's gonna dawn on her in the next week's episode, like 
That's why he wants a divorce. And it's going to dawn on her later on when she's watching this TV show, realizing mm-hmm. like everything he's talking about. Um, I This has nothing to do with what we're currently talking about, but I'm looking through my notes. And yeah. one of my favorite parts of the episode, I just have to say, going back to Big Ange, is when she has the Bronx boys come yeah, for the deliveries. Yeah, I love that. And she's like... The Bronx Boys, that's so handsome, yeah. Bronx Boys, my Bronx. Like, I don't even know, but it's like, that's I thought it was so cute. Like, the Bronx, like, I don't the, even know. I know, and it's funny, Drita, well, I'll talk about this with news and gossip, but Drita does a fantastic impersonation of her. Yeah, marriage. oh my God, she oh does, God. I can't do like, it. Like, an amazing impersonation of her, but right. like, it's like, oh, the Bronx Boys, and they're adorable, and they're coming in with the, with oh, the good. diapers, and with the, and I that, just love that, yeah. I thought it was so they're coming funny. In with the, oh, and they really need the drinks and the water, and they're just adorable, I just love the Bronx Boys. It was boys. so awesome. So, I know it was. Yeah. I love that. Part I, I love Big Ange. I like love her. I think she's awesome. Like she needs I to be my friend. I want her to come in here, and yeah. I would love to meet her. See, they don't live in LA, but we're, let's get them out here. And I think we can. I think we have because this show, show is well, done Kevin's by Alexa. Talked about making Alexis. a trip out there and going to the Drunken Monkey. Totally. I would love to. I'm into it. I'm so down. But then again, we already talked about going on a Jersey Shore trip, and that never happened. Well, he, this is like. Hey, wow, where are you? Yes. Okay, wow. Everybody comment on our, oh, my God, go to iTunes. Be like, where's KOL? Go to YouTube. Where's KOL? We need you, KOL. Go to our Twitters. Where's KOL? If you say it enough, he'll come in. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, that those were my highlights. Highlights of the yeah. episode. Um, so, I think we're ready to move on to Some news, news and gossip. gossip. What you got for me, baby? Okay. So, I do have... A couple fun things. I love fun things. Yeah. This is, <laughs> there's some fun stuff. Okay. So, uh, Mob Wives Ramona, I and mean, she talked a little bit about this during the episode, is that she is engaged to be married. Right. Um, even though her... That's uh, a Joey. That's a Joey. I think. I don't know. Or a Joe. Joseph Joe Boy Scafani. Oh. So, um, you know, she is engaged even though he's behind bars. And um, she is planning to tie the knot and um, in a really big way. She's planning a 500-guest June wedding, even though she's not expecting the groom to be present. Yeah. So wait, according- wait, wait, wait. One more time. Yeah. She's planning a 500-guest June wedding, even though the groom is not to be present. So, according to Rizzo, Shut quote, the fuck up. We've known each other since we were kids. It's not the normal love story because he's incarcerated. But if you're in love, you can make it work. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what she's planning on doing is at the wedding, they're going to have... All family there. Her family, his family. All 500 of the closest yes. family and friends. And her family's just happy that he's Italian. But she said that they're going to pass her on the phone at the wedding so that he can speak to her and her family and friends. She said that her mob wife co-stars Karen Gravano and Renee Graziano will be there. And her four kids have been supportive of the relationship. So, girlfriends is going to have like a big old wedding without the groom. That, that sounds like a... Uh... <laughs> Producers are working on getting him out for the day for a big uh, episode surprise. I can't eat. Like, I don't even know what to. I know. Okay. It's, it's, I, I, we're going to have to do some more. Re- I, I just don't know. Um, and there's a few more. There's a little bit more information on that oh, on the, give the post. It to me. Jesus. So um, basically, according to Rizzo, he didn't want to begrudge me a wedding. So he said that even if I can't be there, have a party. I'll be there in spirit. 
So they're going to have the party at Butch Yamali's Lavish Coral House on Long Island. Okay. Um, this is the weirdest freaking story. And Rizzo also said people should find their own way of love. I hope this inspires other people. We are praying for the best. If you love somebody before they get kicked down, why wouldn't you love them after? And she added, maybe the key to a happy marriage is not having a husband in your face all the time, <laughs> including during the actual uh, wedding. Talk about looking at the bright side <laughs> yeah. of things. So I thought that was a really interesting little tidbit out there. Um, all right, now we're moving on to Big Ange. Okay. So she is preparing for her Broadway debut. Um, she was on the Win- Wendy Williams show a few weeks ago, and she's slimming down for her part on a Broadway production. Um, what what show? It is called My Big My Big Great Italian Wedding. So in the um, in the phone, oh, someone just called me. In the um, play, so popular. She, I know. In the play, she plays. Um, uh, oh, she quotes as saying, it's my friend Anthony's play, and I'm a very big with the gays. I love them. They love me, and I'm Italian. Got to be in it. I'm going to be the I'm gonna be the caterer, I guess. That's what she, her role is in, in the play. So, okay. Um, this is, oh, my God. These, this is the weirdest news and gossip ever. Yes, love. yes. So um, she's making her off-Broadway debut, and Anthony Wilkins is my big, fat, gay Italian wedding. She'll begin performances March 9th at St. Luke's Theater. Um, according to Big Ange, I've always wanted to be on Broadway. This is my favorite show. I've seen it five times. I'm a huge supporter of the gay community. And to perform a gay wedding will be easy for me. I've always wanted to be on Broadway. So move over, Patty Lupone. So, <laughs> yes. Um, Move over, Patty. Yeah. So it's called My Big Gay Italian Wedding. It satirizes the controversy surrounding um, same-sex marriage while drawing on larger-than-life gay and Italian characters. So okay, yeah. So it's going to be sounds perfect for her. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to go see that. We're going to go see that. Um, and another news and gossip was that just came out today or yesterday was a video um, from OK Online, OK Magazine Online, okay. of um, Drita. And she's talking a little bit, and I talked about this a little bit during the actual episode, but she's talking a little bit about um, kind of like the pros and cons of being on Mob Wives. Um, you know, according to her, it's not easy. It, you lose a lot of your privacy. Um, you can't go to the grocery store anymore. There's a lot of things that are kind of difficult about it. But in her eyes, there's more good than bad. And the reason there's more good is because if you, you have a voice. And there are people listening to you. And you can do a lot of really good things with being famous and being on TV. Um, and you can help and you can help someone. And so she has formed her own charity. And in her eyes, this is her way of kind of getting Do you know back. what the charity No. Is? no. <laughs> well, do we? So <laughs> um, she talked about it. She mentioned it. But she is doing a, a charity. Um, the other thing she said, too, she talked about it is being a mother. And I mentioned this earlier in the episode is that if you notice this season, she's calming things down a a little bit. She's not as aggressive. She's not as crazy with the fighting. Right. And she said that when it initially came with being on the show, she's like, it wasn't my decision. It was my girl's decision. It was more. It was mainly Aaliyah's call, her oldest daughter. The youngest one was too little. But the, she said, I asked Aaliyah. She's like, you know, what do you think about this? And Aaliyah said, go for it. She said, it's okay. I'm, I'm fully supportive for it. And Drita said, if Aaliyah had not been supportive of this, I would not have done the show. It was important to me that Aaliyah was on board. Um, <clears throat> the other thing is with the youngest daughter, Giselle, she's not allowed to watch the show at all she is so freaking cute isn't she cute yeah her yeah they go to jail oh my god she was so cute and she said you know the hardest thing 
And, and the hardest thing is leading up to here, which is probably why she's changed her personality a little bit or changed her behavior is that, you know, I, I try and be a good role, role model for my daughters, but hello, I'm out there cussing, fighting. I'm doing the things I'm telling my daughters not to do, which I thought was really big of her to, to admit to that, to kind of say, hey, I haven't necessarily been the best role model. Right. That's not necessarily my intention, but I got to change my behavior. So she acknowledged that and that... Um, and she also talks a little bit about Lee coming home. She said that Lee coming home is a big adjust, uh, adjustment. And it's not easy to deal for him with, you know, three women after being in jail for so long. Um, but she said the reason that she's wanted to make things work with Lee is because he's the best dad. He's so great with the kids. And that's a 99% of the reason that she wants to stay with him. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That's the news and gossip. News and gossip. Yeah. A lot of info. For there. the week of what, what day is it? The last couple weeks. February 21st. Yep, so we got our news and gossip, and now on to predictions. Okay, what did we see in um, next week's preview? We, we have saw, a lot of good stuff coming we see up that next Renee week. Renee is back. Yeah. So back from rehab. Back from rehab. We'll see how she adjusts with being back in the group. There were some unresolved issues between her and Carla. Looks like those are going to be addressed during this next episode, which I'm really excited to and see. And Carla, uh, Renee isn't the only person Carla's having issues with, but we see that what happens with her and Raquel, yes. and there's going to be a problem, yes. which we predicted from a mile away. We mm-hmm. didn't need to see the scenes from next week. No. Um, and the other thing we see is this is a conversation between Love and Drita, and they're talking about how somebody's shit-talking Love, and something's going down. And also with Dree, the main thing, Drita, with Lee coming back early. Yeah. So we'll see that, too. And Lee coming back early, yeah. But, the th- but with Love and Drita, honestly, like, I'm not usually scared of anybody, but... Love, I'm, I'm scared of love. Love is a scary motherfucker. Yeah, like, she scary. poisons and stabs, and she talks about it openly, and she, she's not a little girl. Like I like her. I like her character. I think she's interesting, though. Because she just, oh, definitely. like, she stands for what she wants, and she's like, I am who I am. And she owns up to it. She's like, this is me. You know, don't mess with me. And it's like, she's yeah, like, I she stabbed she Joey. Is. I stabbed him yeah. more than once. I stabbed him 10 times. I, I stabbed him a million times. <laughs> she's like, but I was so embarrassed that his mother was right behind him. I, I love that part. And is like, if I stab Lee, I'm stabbing a kill. Because if I stab him and he comes back. He's killing me. Yeah. yeah so, Which is how you would think it would be. But yeah. not with love. Not with love. They just keep coming back for more. Maybe love that's why love. they call her love. So, All right, guys. Then Roxy, where can everyone find you on twitter at roxy stryer Woo-hoo. and i'm your host erica viera and you can find me on twitter at erica viera la so thanks for listening to our crazy all over the place show LA, baby. <laughs> we love la yes um thanks for listening to us and we'll be here next week and hopefully k-well K- well, he just texted me oh he did mm-hmm from Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, bitches! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 